Green Pastures are the weekly devotions published by Vineyard Boise, consisting of four parts, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. Green Pastures for Saturday, January 28th. Then, from the womb of the fish, Jonah prayed. Today's scripture reading is found in Jonah chapter 2, verses 1-10 through 10 from the Message Translation, which reads, Then Jonah prayed to his God from the belly of this now very pregnant fish. He prayed, In trouble, deep trouble, I prayed to God. He answered me. From the belly of the grave I cried, Help! You heard my cry. You threw me into ocean's depths, into a watery grave, with ocean waves, ocean breakers crashing over me. I said, I've been thrown away, thrown out, out of your sight. I'll never again lay eyes on your holy temple. Ocean gripped me by the throat. The ancient abyss grabbed me and held tight. My head was all tangled in seaweed at the bottom of the sea where the mountains take root. I was as far down as a body can go, and the gates were slamming shut behind me forever. And yet you pulled me up from that grave, alive, O God, my God. When my life was slipping away, I remembered God, and my prayer got through to you, made it all the way to your holy temple. Those who worship hollow gods, god frauds, walk away from their only true love. But I'm worshiping you, God, calling out in thanksgiving, and I'll do what I promised I'd do. Salvation belongs to God. Then God spoke to the fish, and it vomited up Jonah on the seashore. This is God's word. The motion of the Jonah story up to this point is one long descent. Down, 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 down. And just when you think he's as far down as he can go, he goes even further down. God calls and Jonah goes, down to Joppa, down into the ship, down into the hold or belly of the ship, down into a deep sleep, down into the sea, down to the underworld of the abyss, down the dog's gullet. That's seven levels of down. Talk about hitting rock bottom. Resist it? Deny it, suppress it as we may wish to, it remains an unalterable truth of life. To ascend, we must first descend. To go up, we must first go down. Which means for some of us, like Jonah, going down, 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 down. As previously noted, the dog gadol, the great fish, is Jonah's salvation, not his doom. The dog actually saves him from his doom, and he knows it. This means rebirth. And from the womb of the now very pregnant Daga, Jonah prays. And not a word of it is original. It's a bit Frankensteinian, though without the awkwardness. A patchwork prayer pieced together from Psalms 18, 120, 42, 139, 5, 69, 30, 142, and 3. As Peterson observes, he prayed a set prayer. Jonah's prayer is not spontaneously original self-expression. It's totally derivative. Jonah had been to school to learn how to pray, and he prayed as he had been taught his school was the Psalms. 
Peterson continues, prayer, which we often suppose is truest when most spontaneous, the raw expression of our human condition without contrivance or artifice, shows up in Jonah when he is in the rawest condition imaginable, as learned. Our surprise lessens when we consider language itself. We begin with inarticulate cries and coos, but after years of learning, we become capable of crafting sonnets. Are infant sounds more honest than Shakespeare's sonnets? They are both honest, but the sonnets have far more experience in them. Honesty is essential in prayer, but we're after more. We're after as much of life as possible, all of life if possible, brought to expression in answering God. That means learning a form of prayer adequate to the complexity of our lives. That's actually a quote from Peterson's book, Under the Unpredictable Plant, which is his book on Jonah. All right, hence the Psalms, Peterson would argue. Pray them regularly, or so urges Peterson. And considering that the Psalms are the most quoted book in the New Testament, weaving themselves into the teaching of Jesus and the letters of Paul regularly, we know that they went to the same school as Jonah, which simply means if we're not likewise praying them, we're either presuming to skip a few grades or we've dropped out of school altogether. Or perhaps we never even realized that school is in session. It is. School is in session and waiting for us, and enrolling is as simple as opening one of the many Bibles lying around us, opening to the Psalms, and to start praying them aloud as you start embedding them into your speech. For that day, when you find yourself in a tight spot like Jonah and need language as deep as the mess that you're in. So as we pause for a moment of personal reflection and prayer, ponder, what do you typically cry out when you find yourself in a tight spot? Is it something you can repeat in mixed company? What has your experience been in praying the Psalms or other prayers and hymns from scripture or other meaningful sources? How can you either start or jumpstart this practice in your spiritual walk? In trouble, deep trouble, I prayed to God, and he answered me. From the belly of the grave, I cried, help, and you heard my cry. You threw me into ocean's depths, into a watery grave with ocean waves, ocean breakers crashing over me. I said, I've been thrown away, thrown out, out of your sight. I'll never again lay eyes on your holy temple. Ocean gripped me by the throat. The ancient abyss grabbed me and held tight. My head was all tangled in seaweed at the bottom of the sea where the mountains take root. I was as far down as a body can go, and the gates were slamming shut behind me forever. Yet you pulled me up from that grave alive, O oh God, my God. When my life was slipping away, I remembered God, and my prayer got through to you, made it all the way to your holy temple. Those who worship hollow gods, god frauds, walk away from their only true love. But I'm worshiping you, God, calling out in thanksgiving, and I'll do what I promised I'd do. 
Salvation belongs to God. Lord, teach me to pray like Jonah did in the belly of that great fish.